It's supposed to be a set of interconnecting standards. I mean, tubes. Why? It's a series Why? of tubes. Why do you use stuff that only works in certain browsers? Come on. Well, we have moved to uh, the version of the internet where instead of building to Internet Explorer, they're now building to Google Chrome. But didn't the world reunify briefly and they all used WebKit, which is basically KHTML, which is adopted by Apple to make Safari. And then everybody else said, okay, yeah, we're going to use WebKit. And then Google forked it and went with Chromium. And then the world diverged again and never to be seen together in the same room. I think you answered your own question there. <laughs> I hate myself. <laughs> it's not yourself that's to blame. <laughs> web standards. I blame. It's the web standards. Welcome to the Mac DevOps YVR podcast. This podcast is about the Mac DevOps YVR conference in beautiful Vancouver, British Columbia. We interview guests and discuss topics around managing Macs using open source software products inspired by DevOps. Our goal is to encourage developers and IT to work together to solve problems for our community. For more information, see our website, mdoyvr.com. This is the Mac DevOps podcast. I'm lost in WordPress land, man. I'm never going to come out. It's a Kafkaesque nightmare. No. <laughs> it's the equivalent of that meme that I saw online where like this dude in a bear suit is like tossing computers off a desk. I'm about to toss WordPress off the desk right now. Website. Oh, uh, the gone. panda? Yeah, the panda I guess he's, I guess he's where he like grabs the keyboard and yeah. beats it on the desk yeah. and clears the desk. <laughs> oh, it's my favorite <laughs> meme ever. I mean... Yeah, I'd like to say that my real life is far removed from that, but I live in a dream world too. <laughs> well, what I love is is uh, there's a clip of that where it's just like an animated uh, GIF and it's it's repeating. And I feel like a lot of my scripts are that way where it just keeps taking the same thing, whacking at it and then clearing the desk and then starting over. And you're not actually getting anywhere, but, but yeah. there Probably. you have it. I felt like this morning I was testing some new features in ArcOware P5, generating clips and using FFmpeg and image magic. And I had Synology and two different Mac servers that I was testing. And I was testing them as clients to each other and as servers to the other. And I was totally lost. And I was like, why is this not working on my laptop anymore? And I'm like, oh, I was doing it on the other machine. I'm like totally like editing the wrong machine. This one doesn't have the script. It's not even set up. I was like, oh, it's like I've been doing this too long. It's like how many hours? <laughs> Filing bug reports, doing testing. You know, that's our life, whether it's for Apple or for other vendors. They announce X feature and you may test it during the beta or you might wait till they say, yeah, it's ready. And then you're like, okay, now I start testing. <laughs> and then you see where it works and where it doesn't work. It may maybe partially true. Yes, it does work under these conditions or yeah, to be determined. <laughs> Test in production. That is, that is the Matt way. If you're not testing in production, you're living a lie. <laughs> so what's happening? We got a message of good wishes from our co-host uh, Shauna and yes. a new baby. She sent us a little picture. Yes, she's adorable. Hopefully, uh, hopefully she can come back and talk to us soon. But 
she definitely got her hands full. Yeah. Well, children. Children, yes. Yes. It it happens. And when they become teenagers, you think they're self-sufficient and yet they're not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They strive to be self-sufficient and then they're not. Uh, you know, they call it baby steps for a reason. <laughs> we all we're all growing together, JD. This is a community. We help we're helping each other. We don't judge. <laughs> I'm not judging parenting styles. No. That's, judging that's not you. what we're here to judge. <laughs> I, I am judging the Mac community a little bit for, for people not being uh, as open and welcoming uh, as we purport them to be. Mm, sometimes people are not at their best or behaving in their best. And I think we have to demand a higher standard of behavior for some people in our community. Um, Yes. I mean, it, it is like March 370th day or something like that, right? So I, I'm sure this pandemic has worn on, on a lot of people and work from home is not always the best for, for everybody. No, but you got to not stomp into the Mac admin Slack or any other community and demand other people fix your problems for you. Um, open source and the community are there to help, but... Right. <sighs> You gotta be on your best behavior, you gotta be patient, and you gotta ask nice questions. And people may not be able to help you when you're asking. So Yeah, if you if you wanted on-demand support, you have to pay for that software. If you want free software and no support, that's open source. So yeah, I mean we're supporting a community by working together on solutions. So yeah, um, you may not resolve everything that quickly. Sometimes it's magical and sometimes it's frustrating, just like regular life. And the old saying, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it. Or the modern way of saying it is if, unless it's kind or helpful or really important, don't say it. <laughs> don't be mean. So uh, be kind, rewind. Oh, wait, that's something completely different. Yeah. I would say that tape is obsolete, but I live in a tape world with backup tapes. LTO is not <laughs> obsolete. Well, um, you have to rewind the LTO if you want to get it out of the drive anyway. So that's that's a nightmare. I've had one of those break mid midway through writing a tape and ex extricating the tape out of the drive is not so fun. We're not talking about A-Track, right? We're talking about LTO, right? LTO. <laughs> yeah, no, I have not seen that in over 10 years of LTO. So <laughs> lucky, lucky you. I want to say this is probably 10 or 12 years ago, actually, that I had to extricate a, a tape out of an LTO, a broken LTO drive. That and was, it was not fun. So. Sometimes I do curse mechanical tape backup storage, but a lot of time when I can retrieve the files I want, then everything is good. And I don't have to download it, upload it, or pay to park it, ingress, egress. Sometimes it might be the right decision, depending on your data set or industry. <laughs> There's a lot to think about with uh, last week with uh, Brian Wilkins and uh, SaaS and on-prem versus cloud. So, yeah, uh, we've really uh, come into a new a new paradigm, and and uh, we're seeing a lot of solutions to the problem of a desperate, not desperate, but disparate workforce. Maybe they're desperate. I have no idea, but but they are dispersed uh, and working from home or, or uh, remote locations. And, and how, to, how do you keep that data in sync and available and uh, free-flowing, but also backed up? And 
and all those things. So it was a great conversation. Yeah, no, lots, lots of good stuff to think about. Another cool tweet I saw that was interesting was from Corey Quinn, uh, Mr. Quinny pig on Twitter. He's uh, brands himself as the AWS bill renegotiator for his clients. He might be ex AWS or Amazon, but I'm not sure, but he talks a lot about Amazon and has a lot of insights and he had a really neat Twitter thread about uh, his personal guide for burned out employees. <laughs> and it was a uh, really good, interesting about people working late and people demanding people, you know, um, you know, he says, you have to take time out for yourself, right? It's a uh, self-care self-love. Um, but uh, yeah, I'll put a link to the show notes. Uh, Quinny, Quinny pig always has very interesting observations about AWS, the cloud and all the huge bills you have to pay. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I, I prefer Wasabi, so I don't have to pay all those huge bills, but uh, your mileage may vary depending on what you're trying to do. Yeah. I also n- noticed recently that the um, AWS had updated their Max offering t- with uh, to have Big Sur. So I don't know if that's bold or uh, foolish. <laughs> <laughs> it is the current shipping OS for Mac OS, but... It's a little rough around the edges, but hey, maybe you need a data center and uh, the power of Amazon to actually deploy it and install it with all the reports we're seeing out there in the wild of people using MDM and other methods to try and get uh, Big Sur updated out in their fleets. doesn't sound like fun. No. Yeah, my, my fun with the, uh, the latest uh, Big Sur update is it uh, reset everything uh, or my default browsers to Safari. Well, that is not the worst thing to happen, JD, because Safari is a darn good web browser. It's my favorite, unless I'm trying to actually log into the WordPress site for Mac DevOps, which right. I'm going like, to it's no longer rage. your favorite. Now I'm going to because... rage throw it off the desk. Aww. <laughs> parts of the world were built for Internet Explorer. or <laughs> I mean, uh, parts of the world were built for Safari. No, I'm sorry. Most of the world was built for Google Chrome. I build all my sites for NCSA Mosaic. Come on, man. And links. Double check it in links. <laughs> <laughs> what's what's else is happening in the news? Uh, the other uh, thing that I found uh, that was uh, uh, interesting out there is, uh, you know, Apple has put a lot of efforts uh, in Big Sur to uh, stop tracking and, and start blocking like the the tracking pixels on websites and things like that, but uh, have done absolutely nothing uh, for email. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and uh, I think uh, you had actually posted this uh, about the mail tracker blocker for, for Apple mail. It is uh, so awesome. I've been living in the dark depths of a dumpster when it comes to my email for so many years. Cause I've had, the do not load remote content turned on my mail. So I've been living like it's 1992 for the last 10 million years. <laughs> it's <was> like <laughs> broken emails and I keep emailing people back. Um, dear Mr. or Mrs. Um, marketing person, you sent an email, but there are no alt tags on your images. I'm not loading any of your images. So therefore I can't see anything and there are no alt tags. I have no idea what you're talking about in your email. And I'm not loading the remote content because I don't want to load your tracking pixels. <laughs> Right. And and now I can load all the images, but then it just puts a little blue X and then you click on it and tells you mail tracker blocker blocked a tracker from LinkedIn or, you know, whatever service, you know, it's like it'll list the service and it'll tell you if there was tracking pixels or not and where they're from. And 
It's awesome. And I can see images again. Oh my God, I'm going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been using uh, AirMail because Mail app pretty much sucked for years. It's pretty uh, good. I like mail. I, I mean, it. I, my problem was is that uh, I was uh, for the longest time on an old Curio server, and it just really hated communicating mm. uh, via IMAP uh, to that server. Uh, and I might have had like twenty five gigs of email on that server. That that probably was the problem. But uh, uh, regardless, uh, AirMail saved the day. But AirMail has not uh, not gained this feature. Uh, of uh, securing things, uh, securing the the pixels and letting me load the images, just the images. Yeah. So uh, hopefully this catches on with other other mail tools. Yeah, mail tracker blocker. It's the the name that wins many prizes, but it does what it says on the tin. <laughs> uh, I noticed it was a new update for Auto Package and Auto Packager. Oh, and it's your favorite. It supports YAML. <laughs> yeah, it's like, get out your YAML linters, everyone. Start your linting now, because everything will break. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody had posted that YAML stood for uh, uh, young adult markup language. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. And I'm like, mm, yeah, I mean, it is the... the uh, 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 you know, it is the, uh, the, the markup language of, of the, the youth, the youths love the, the YAML. I, uh, I'm still fidgeting with, uh, JSON and, and PLIS over here. Ah, JSON, I'm going to have to talk <laughs> because I just started playing with this asset management system that will dump out some JSON and I'm like, find myself scraping at it. <laughs> like a drowned cat I'm like oh my goodness just get the information out please just come come with me i need you it's like <laughs> scrape scraping json yay well i still i don't know if it's still around but uh, there there was a tool called json j-a-s-o-n uh uh which had you know the json hockey mask uh, for an icon of an not app, not scary, um, not scary at all, but it was fantastic for actually reading JSON files, um, and allowed you to see the the key and uh, uh, type and value uh, very easily, and and see the structure uh, expose and collapse uh, structure that way. Um, so that's a tool that I've been using. I have no idea if it's been updated or still still around. So if it is, I will post that in the show notes. Uh, for that yeah last week when i was working on the show notes it was like the first time i felt it was absolutely necessary to have a glossary with the uh, sas and idps and nvrs so many i mean we just need to walk around with like a tla expansion you know editor built into our heads you know like can you expand this acronym what are you talking about so every domain has their acronyms and their domain specific language yeah, and, and, and some of those same acronym, acronyms can uh, have multiple meetings depending on context. So it gets oh my really, goodness, yeah. really, really confusing really fast. But we will live and die by TLAs. That, that, is, that is part of being a Mac admin. Yeah, yeah. I know I wrote a report which I thought was quite uh, easy to read. But yeah, the comment came back saying, needs glossary. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> it's probably a very 
very valid comment. Yes. So you have to be mindful, especially on Twitter. Everybody's in like security or in different domains and everybody has different acronyms. So the first time you use an acronym, please expand it or link to it, I suppose. Or yes, the, right. The kids do. So yeah, stay tuned, everybody, for Mac DevOps in three months, June 9th, 10th, and 11th. Um, Ashton's coming back to do some graphic recording. Um, hopefully, Felipe will be behind the scenes doing our live production. And um, please submit and use our awesome form for um, you know our call for speakers. If you are re- if you're hearing this, then Matt has found the form and updated it, or not. <laughs> If not, JD has had to edit this out. (laughs) (laughs) Good job, Matt. Editing the website. You're so good and organized, said no one. Baby steps. It's all a matter of baby steps. It should be a song, but it's not. (laughs) So, yes, we're getting the the gang back together and going to do another virtual conference i know a couple of other conferences have uh, announced that they uh, are coming back virtually uh, this year uh so yeah so other conferences uh i heard i think uh, jnx uh, coming back virtually uh sounds like uh, um, uh max sisman is going to be virtual again this year uh as well uh, and that's that's kind of cool because I I really enjoyed it last year, uh, getting to to get up in the morning and have a whole bunch of uh, great conference videos to to watch, uh, and I didn't have to travel to Sweden to do so. So you're on the Mac DevOps podcast talking about how much you loved other people's conferences. Okay, JD. Well, I loved our conference too, but uh, <laughs> I'm. I'm just kidding. No, it was awesome. Max Sisman did a great job. I mean, those videos a lot of people were a lot of people learned from from what we did, and and I want. To, to <laughs> I give think them it was a, a shout out. It was a lot of um, a lot of people working very hard across the world to bring together um, the community, and uh, we we salute you. Thank you so much, everybody, for working together, organizing conferences, organizing meetups, and uh, being on Slack, helping in channels. Uh, being on Twitter, responding to questions, helping people. So uh, we need everybody. We need you. We need you all. Um, thank you so much for um, participating. In French, you would say something like you're implicating yourself, which doesn't sound right in English, but it's like, thanks for, what's the right way? What's, right, what's the right way to say it in English, JD? JD, I need a Maddox French to English dictionary. <laughs> Um, participating, uh, be kind, rewind. No, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I have no idea. I don't know what you're trying to say. <laughs> Come on, we are a one mind. You know me, you complete me, JD. Uh, be nice or else. Wait, um. So what nice worked last year in our conference? This is time for feedback before we plan the next one. What did you like about our conference last year? We did a half-day schedule. Did, thought, did we ever do a survey after last year's conference? Yeah. Should we look at that? Wow. Why, why look at survey <laughs> results? 
I'm just putting it out there for new people who are listening. If you went to the conference, you attended it virtually. What did you like? What did you not like? What did you think worked? Did people really enjoy the Discord? I mean, all the feedback we got was positive, of course. You know, we didn't get any negative. I don't think we got any negative feedback. People were too kind, too generous. But we will take negative feedback, so... We funnel it all into DevNull. No. Um, yeah, I think the half-day schedule worked pretty well last year. Um, I mean, you can't please every time zone. Australia was not well served by our early morning um, half-day schedule, but we had we had a couple who who toughed it out and and stayed up very very late or got up very very early to uh, to attend. So we appreciate we appreciate that dedication. Yeah, if, and if anybody out there has any ideas for workshops or things they want to learn, talks they want to hear, tell us what you want to learn. Tell us who you want to hear from, and uh, if you have an idea for a talk, we're looking for awesome, awesome talks of all kinds. It can be a one minute talk, five minute talk. I mean, all of the above. Right, Judy? If we if we do a four hour talk that plans out an entire day and we're done, right? I like that. I like the way you think. <laughs> so, and uh, if you don't want to do it live, I'm pretty sure we can we can handle a recording or two uh, as well. Although I think that recording your talk beforehand feels more difficult and and takes more effort because you're more uh, self conscious about what you're talking about and how you're saying it and how it's looking and and all of those things. And the truth of the matter is is it doesn't really matter. We just want the concepts and, and the ideas to get across. It doesn't have to be perfect. Perfect is the enemy of good. Yeah. We're not here to make, you know, beautiful video production. Don't tell Felipe. He wants everything to be beautiful. Um, but we just want to <laughs> get people together and share some ideas and share some solutions. And um, yeah. So a five minute talk, a three minute talk about something you figured out, solved, and maybe even some questions you have. I mean, it doesn't have to be a fully formed solved puzzle. Uh, we're not all Sherlock Holmes of Mac Sysadmin, Mac IT, Mac DevOps. So um, we're here to share the journey. If you want to sponsor the Mac DevOps podcast, uh, just give us a shout at hello at mdoyvr.com. We'll be accepting sponsorships for the podcast and for the next year's conference. Thank you to our Mac DevOps YVR 2020 sponsors. Our sponsors for Mac DevOps YVR, the conference 2020. Mac Stadium, our platinum sponsor. Thank you so much for helping us out. Sauce Labs, our gold sponsor, Simple MDM, our silver sponsor, and Adigy, our bronze sponsor, as well as Elastic, our community sponsor. Thank you so much. Uh, we couldn't do it without you, and uh, we appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining us today for the Mac DevOps podcast. Thank you to our guests, and thank you to our co-hosts. Today's episode was edited by JD Strong. Please like and share this podcast on your favorite podcast service. As soon as Matt finds the call for speakers page, I will update it and then you will be able to log in and fill out the form for the call for speakers for Mac DevOps online 2021 coming soon somewhere to an internet near you.